the Ring Fanatics podcast, episode number 31. I am Nick, your host. With me, as always, my co-host, Joel. Uh, before we get into this uh, episode today, I want to shout out Jonah and Anthony for coming on our show last week to talk about Mania. Uh, great time, great conversation. Go check that out as well and their channels. Um, also, go subscribe to us. Always, if you're listening to it on YouTube, go subscribe to us. Click that subscribe button. We need more subscribers on there. If you're on Spotify, just head over to YouTube and subscribe anyways. Uh, go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and even Spotify if you want, anywhere we be found. Um, so, yeah, uh, today's topic is something that Joel and I have been talking about, discussing over the past, like, I guess you could say, two to three weeks. Something that we've been... Yeah. I feel like this would be a great topic to talk about since, like, you know, what I was thinking about, like, you know what, just talk about it instead of just texting and just put it out there. Um We've been talking about the the. I guess you can talk about say debate. I don't know if you would say that, but it was like we always talked about how you know with this match that happened last week on NXT Takeover Standard or Deliver between Jordan Devlin and Santos Escobar for the Cruiserweight Championship match. Um, how how many conversations have you had between that talked about comparing both of them? Many, many, many. as I try to persuade you and bring you to the dark side. <laughs> it did not work. It didn't work. No, it did, did not work. It didn't work for me either. You know, it didn't work for bringing you over to my side with the Dublin. Um, <laughs> clearly, with that, uh, well, we've been talking about how, for me, my side, how I talked about how Jordan Devlin is the better, I guess, overall for Santos Escobar and vice versa with Joel. Joel thought Escobar was better than Devlin in a way. Um, I, obviously, as we've seen last week, Escobar came out the champion. Uh, great match. Not, yeah, great, great match. match. Great match. Did, not going to lie, that was a great match. But between them two now that they're neither number champion at this point anymore, you know, Kushida is now Cruiserweight champ. Um, as you said, did not expect that yeah, at all. I That was so, like, out of nowhere for me. Yeah, me too. I mean that. I mean, once I saw because they advertised it before NXT this past week, like, oh, there's gonna be an, like an open challenge, whatever, for Santos Escobar. So I don't, I don't want to say I knew it was happening, but I kind of had a feeling something was gonna lead up to it. Like, this is not just gonna be like a random like match that Escobar is gonna win cleanly and that's it. Yeah. You know, like I had a feeling something it was gonna lead to something. To where it was like either his next feud or a debut, return, whatever. Um, it was weird because Kush- I w- I never thought Kushida would win. I never thought that was gonna happen. Like, didn't yeah, I feel like was... he, I feel like he recently had a title shot? Didn't he have a title shot like two weeks ago or something? I think it was um, Devlin. Sure, to be honest, I remember Devlin faced him in a match. I I don't know if that was for the title or just but a yeah, random match. It may have been just a random match. I'm not sure. But it was, it was, I just didn't expect it. I'm like, wait. Um, and we, we talked about it beforehand. Like, you know, uh, you know, you said Escobar would have been a better champion. Um, Escobar, and I said Devlin was a better champion. You know, it's still stick by my word. I still stick by it. I'm not, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not saying Escobar is a bad wrestler. I'm not saying he's terrible at wrestling. I'm just saying that I feel like Devlin has a better, in my eyes, a better future in the company. 
in my opinion. Uh, I mean, I just feel like he overall had... I mean, I mean, you know what? Since he's the photocopy of their golden child, he okay. might have a better future yeah. than Escobar. No, okay. So I, I, so what Joel just mentioned, Devlin was trained by Finn Balor, and he said he thinks that Devlin is kind of like he said a photocopy of Balor. Not kind of. He is a photocopy yeah. from the no, like, from the move set to the gear. Yes, I know he trained him, but in my opinion, I think he's better than Balor. I think he's a better version of Balor. In my you opinion, think so. I think so. People don't That's see a it. Hot take. People don't That's see a hot it. Take. It's. I don't see it. I see it. I mean, like he's got. I think he's a better. At it in a promo. Promo wise, one hundred percent better. Um, in the ring, people don't see him often because he was on NXT UK. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, not trying to shit on that, but like, no one watches that. I mean, we've only seen what not, not trying to shit on it, but nobody watches. Yeah, it. I'm, no, I'm, I don't mean that in like a, in a disrespectful <laughs> way, but like, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like he's we've only seen what like a lot of people have seen what he's done so far when he debuted in NXT. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you don't know much about him yet, and people are gonna see like, oh, he's lost, he sucks, blah blah blah. Like, I don't think he's bad. I mean, like, he just took a lot of bumps. I mean, I guess they try to make Escobar look better. Um, I think that was more on looking, making Devlin look better. Because Devlin had all the big moves, if you look at the yeah. match. Like, he had the Spanish fly off the ladder. He yeah. had a lot of the more high flying and um, off the top rope, uh, off the top of the ladder in the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had more of the big uh bumps in the match, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I can I can see why they I mean, I can see why they gave it to Escobar to win it. Cuz I was thinking about it. Like, I I kind of think the reason why they made him retain it and lose it Tuesday in such a short amount of time uh is because like I think if Devlin would have won that match at Takeover then like it'll probably confuse people like oh like w- would it be a new title reign or would it continue his his like, you know that on and off title appearance that he's had yeah so i guess it'll, i could see why it would have been confusing in terms of that one and same thing with i mean i guess you can give it to escobar because he's had it for about a year now and um, was killing it exactly. So I can see why they made him win it, and yeah. then I get I guess to make it less confusing, might as well give it to somebody else now that it's just one title again. Yeah, which to make it like a fresh new title reign, and like okay, now it's a new champion. Let's just have him roll with it. Yeah, I, for the I don't even understand why they had him lose there. Like they could have just had him lose it to Devlin. Like, it, it looks like it's going back on Devlin. That's what I was, yeah, was going to say the same it thing. It looks like it's going back on Devlin. Sadly. But... I don't think it's sadly. <laughs> I think it's sadly. It is what... Right. You know what I mean? It is what yeah. it is with the Cruiserweight division. Uh, Escobar, I don't know if he's staying in the Cruiserweight division. I don't think so. He, I, don't think I think... So. Uh, I think his, his tryout to see how he would do uh, outside the Cruiserweight division against Cross a couple weeks ago... That was like his tryout to see how uh, the fans would react to it. And who knows? They have one match. Who knows if that's not the next storyline he goes into? I don't think so. Um, 
it would be cool to see him in that picture, but I think that would be rushing into it. I feel like he should be. Oh no, they're gonna build up to it. They're gonna yeah, build yeah. up to it. He's not gonna go straight for it. But I would honestly give him. If they're smart, they would get him out the cruiserweight division and have him work his way up to the world title. I would honestly make him go for the North American Championship next. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I kind of. I think it might happen. Um, if you, if you, I mean, I know Gargano is also a heel, but it just, yeah. I think he could. I think he could be more of a babyface too. I mean, I know he faced Kushida, but that feud with Devlin, I think, can make him more of a babyface now. I think people would be behind him because I feel like they were with that feud. So with Devlin. Oh, so I, yeah. I think the people were more behind him than Devlin. So I think if they put him in a feud with Gargano, um, I think people would be behind him well, and it would be like an easy transition. I don't think people would boo both of them. Yeah, as, but I, I I don't know if Escobar works as a face. I think I he could. That, I think I he's likable. I think he's a likable guy. He yeah, may not but, seem like it is, but like I think he could, like just by doing the, the typical normal promos that he's been doing lately. He would no, still yeah. do that. Yeah, but it just, I don't know if it would fit his character on being a baby face. You know what I mean? Yeah. With leading the group, it just doesn't work, I feel, in my opinion. They could yeah. always try it out. They always try new things out. NXT is the place to do it. Yeah, yeah. But I just feel like it won't work. But who knows? They could prove me wrong. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping. I mean, Gargano, I mean, either that or they could bring Gargano to a babyface. Um, again, Gargano like, is just. I, mean, I feel like right now they just have him in the way, and like, like I, I thought it. he was gonna lose yeah. the belt, and never lost it. They still you got ha- him feuding with way. Loomis the here what? and there. Uh, 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 that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, I like I, I kind of like this future of the Loomis. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, I kind of enjoy it. It's, it's kind of hilarious. But, but also, you know my take on Loomis. I just can't get into the guy. I just I, I can't get into it. I He's great in the ring. I just can't yeah. get into the character. Yeah. I don't understand it. I, it's just me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I see. I mean, it, it would have been cool if, like, one of the, one of the feuds I would have loved to see with either Escobar or Devlin as Cruiserweight champion. I kind of wanted to see Gargano go after it. Um, either him or, or Champa. Um, I think Champa should because technically they both are Cruiserweights. Oh, yeah, um, that is true. So they can compete, technically compete for it. And I think you said, I think two episodes ago, you said you said Bobby Fish should go for the yeah. Cruiserweight champ. That would be awesome. Seems like Roderick Strong is out of NXT. I, was, I wanted to ask you about that. What do you, what you think that's about? Not going to mind it if he goes to SmackDown. I'll be honest with that. Really, um, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, what what would you do with Roderick Strong at NXT? There's nothing to do with exactly. him anywhere. I mean, no, I feel like he's nothing to do with, specifically with NXT. I mean, he's been champ already, tag team and North American. Yeah, I feel like he's been they're putting him in the same spot over and over again. Um, I still don't know how they haven't had him in a title feud. Like a world title feud. Yeah, I mean, he has before Undisputed Era. No, was... yeah, but like ever since he's been in Undisputed Era, I get it. Cole was the heavyweight championship guy. Uh, yeah. Roderick was the middle card and then became the tag team guy because Bobby Fish, a wind blows and he tears his ACL. <laughs> it's just, 
I feel so bad for Bobby Fish. I, like, I made those I jokes, but I feel so bad because it's like you work your whole career to get to this one spot, and then you just have so much bad luck that you just keep getting injured. It sucks. Yeah. But, but he's made out of glass. Like the guy literally. Just, yeah. Yeah, like he's always getting injured. It just sucks. I mean, I don't know. I, I think he's meant for a tag team. I'm not sure. That's why maybe like every hit he gets injured. My, you know, so if he's in the singles drawing, he's gonna get injured like every single match. <laughs> like every like he's towards ACL, comes back, tears it again. I think it's time for him to retire, in my opinion. Um, that's a whole what other is story. Forty two. Like, in his forties, man. He's in yeah. his forties. He's getting up there. But that that's also why he has so many nagging injuries because it's just he's getting older. He's had the injuries for a while now. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's just now. I could see him just... doing more of like a backstage producer type of thing. Oh, I think definitely. he. I think he's definitely. been around the game for a while where he he could help in that way in that sense. Um, I think because I was uh, speaking of that, like I think Brian Kendrick is a producer for SmackDown. If I'm mistaken, he's producer for something, one of the shows. I'm not sure which one. Um, but he, I think Bobby Fish should help with backstage in terms of the cruiserweight division. I don't know if he's ever gone for a cruiserweight title, not in WWE, but outside of WWE, yeah. or he may have just have been a tag team guy. Not sure, but. I think someone needs to help out with that because some they need some type of star power. I mean, they have Kushida as champ now. Not that's not a bad champion, but I, I know, think this, I feel like the the cruiserweights been building up slowly and slowly ever since um, Leo Rush was champ. Yeah, and then he left, and then of course all that happened. And I feel ever since then they've been trying to spotlight the cruiserweights more on NXT. Is just tough because they're cruiserweights. Um, for some reason, people aren't watching 205 Live. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to bring up, too. Um, it's just, and like we've always talked about that, cutting NXT to an hour, putting 205 and NXT on USA on one night. But like, I feel like the cruiserweights this past year have been pretty decent. You know what I mean? Been pretty good. Like I said, I think it has to do with a lot with Escobar and the way he could sell matches. You know what I mean? Like all the matches that he's had, I think one of the best ones he had was at Halloween Havoc. Um, then to think like he's the cruiserweight champion and he's feuding with Karen Cross, who's not a cruiserweight, so it's kind of like bringing the like bringing the cruiserweight into different categories. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they're not only cruiserweight. I like I like how they because the thing is with that I think with Escobar he's put a lot of people on the map. I mean yeah. he had like a long feud with Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yeah, which like he's kind of, I think he's kind of raised the bar for him in terms of him not going for the cruiserweight championship anymore. Yeah, I, I thought he was gonna win that. Um, me too. The, the, the gauntlet. Yeah, the gauntlet. Yeah, uh, me too. I thought he was gonna win that. Which, that was a great match also. for him. Yeah. I love that. Him, him, Cameron Grimes, and Bronson Reed. I, yeah. I thought they were just going to keep going forever. But, <laughs> I mean, I with him, with with Scott, like, I think that for him, I wouldn't mind if he went back to, a, like, a, for the Cruiserweight Championship. But but that's why I like, because I feel like now um, with Escobar doing that, they're kind of showing that the guys could go to different exactly. things. So let's say, who knows? 
let's say it's not, Gargano, a, it's not a downgrade. It's not a downgrade. Like you said earlier, Kushida versus Gargano. Maybe Gargano says, I want to be a double champ. I'm under 205. Let's do this. You know what yeah. I mean? And then it brings um him to the to the cruiserweight division, but also he's not only in the cruiserweight division, so it lets them do anything they really want to. Because there yeah. was a time that I want to say like uh, the mid 2000s, 04, 05, 06, where cruiserweights were also going for different titles. Big name, Rey Mysterio. Exactly. Cruiserweight and then won the Rumble won, and well, then won the title. Yeah. yeah. Like it showed that you can be in any division, but you're always going to be a cruiserweight. Yeah. And that does it. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. Like I mentioned, Tommaso Ciampa and someone in that big of a name, where it's like, if you if you put them as champion, put them on two or five live as well. Give them time yeah. to where people can tune in to two or five live Friday nights, which may not be the ideal night you want to watch two or five live. Two or five not two or five live. That is the worst spot that they could have gave them. Exactly. Like after Friday night SmackDown, which SmackDown's already on Friday, so. Right now, you're getting big numbers because everybody's home, right? Yeah. When it starts getting nice out, you're not always going to hit that number that you're hitting now. Um, And then also, now you have another show on Peacock, 205 Live. Like, it's not even on TV. Yeah. So you got to go to the app, watch it. It's just a whole process. I always feel 205 Live and NXT going hand in hand. Why not put them on the same night? Why yeah. not? Okay, let's say you keep the, because I was always the advocate for one hour NXT, one hour two or five. Let's say you keep NXT the two hours. Yeah. Let's say either seven to eight, or ten to eleven two or five live, but it's the same saying. night. I was gonna especially say that thing. they share talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it makes sense. So you could just be like, oh, tune into after NXT on Peacock or whatever. Watch me defend my title there, and then that's yeah. gonna people to tune in. Or you know, how it... or you can even hype it up, and you could. You don't even have to say. Maybe you change the name of Two Hundred Five Live and just NXT, but one hour of NXT is only on Peacock, and only is strictly cruiserweights. Yeah, yeah. So let's say instead of closing with the big angle, you close with the champion making his entrance at nine fifty eight. And it's like, if you want to hear what um, Kushida has to say, tune in on Peacock at 10 o'clock as he is opening up NXT Peacock or something like that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, just something to hype it up and bring it on the same night since they share talent. Exactly. Um, it makes no sense that they're on a whole different night. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say. I just lost my train of thought. Um, I think that with... Oh, with two or five live lately, they've been using literally the same like five to six guys every yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, what are the names? They use um the Bollywood boys, the Singh brothers. Um, they used Nice, Davari, and like I think the other tag team have got the name, and that's it. And it's like if you put other people on there, and I get it, they're probably using that as like a platform to be like, okay, let's see who can work as a cruiserweight, then maybe bring them up to to NXT. To kind of you know if they if they reach that star power there they can come to NXT yeah in a way 
So I think that this week they should just not this week, but like they should just worry about in general to use that as they go. If you think someone's ready, use them in NXT, use them on both platforms. Bring yeah. Tony Nese, Ari Davari every week on NXT. Bring everyone there in NXT and have like spend like a like you said, a certain amount of time, maybe maybe like a like a like a half hour of the show is just the cruiserweights. Or yeah. Exactly. You, you, you open up. You open up with the cruiserweights every show. Yeah. So it could be like, okay. Now you know it's a cruiserweight. You know, Tony Nese versus whatever, and then after that, it's just you know Kushida versus somebody, and then you have a backstage segment where Regal talks about the cruiserweights, something to keep it relevant instead of just bringing like a Santos Escobar versus Kushida, and then that's it. Yeah. You don't see the cruiserweight ever again, and then it's like, okay, now now what? So it's I think more timing i don't want to say to i'm not trying to say to extend nxt to an hour no i mean to like at least give it time to where it's still up to that hype compared to the rest of the show and i'm not saying it isn't hype uh it, it is with escobar he really brought out all the talent for the cruiserweight division like i said but swerve brought him out heavily i think with kushida now i think it's time for that he continues to do the same thing keeping it like you know relevant in a way to where he goes on to face people and make them you know bring them up a little bit to that level where they can go for any other title instead of just the cruiserweight championship because someone like jake atlas great talent i've seen his work before but now he's just back i don't know where he's at like i don't even know what he's doing yeah like i, I think he was in the battle royal and that was it i think he could have been someone to done the same thing where like he can also contend for the North American Championship because if you look at him now, I don't think he's worthy enough to go for the NXT. I mean, yes, Cruiserweight Championship, yes, but for the terms of the other two championships, not really. So I, I think it's you. I think it's like time for you know give Kushida the ball, go with like you know obviously he's a champ now, so they have trust in him with doing that stuff. Put yeah. him, you know, put him against matches like, like have him do like an open challenge every week now. Um, even I feel like the, I, I always like the open challenge landscape yeah. that because anybody could show up, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I think that's cool, and I think that's also a way that you can get guys that you don't give time on the main roster to to get a match. And they had to. they had um Lucha House Party come down for a bit, do stuff with them. That was cool. Yeah, that was different. Um, kind of keeps them in the in that picture, so they're still considered cruiser. Obviously, they're still considered cruiserweights. Yeah. But I think it would be cooler if they did the same thing, where, where, you know, well, there's a lot of people who were signed to NXT who we haven't even seen at all on television. You know, like we've seen, what's his name? He was on GCW earlier this a uh, couple not too long ago. Uh damn, but I can't think of his name. Wait, uh... Curly haired. Do you think he's ginger? Ginger? He was on that um, twenty four out the fight forever show. That's where I saw him last. I don't know if you saw the whole thing. I forgot his name. I can't think of his name right now. Now I gotta look it up. Recently signed. Yeah, not too long ago. Let's see. Uh, recent. Uh. Oh, uh, uh, Blake Christian. Blake Christian. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, him, they could use people from the main roster still, like uh, Ricochet, Cruiserweight right there. Exactly. Don't know why he's never competed for that. Um, 
I've always thought too that they can use the Cruiserweight Championship in the main roster too. That should have been a title that could have been defended on all three brands. Well, they did for a while. And they then they, while, they brought it to NXT only, and they yeah, considered just NXT Cruiserweight Championship. It, it lost steam. It lost steam. I'll be, let's talk about it. Cruiserweights. It was at an all-time high. People, whether people want to hear it or not, Enzo Amore took that Cruiserweight title and made it something. Yeah. Nobody gave a fuck about that belt beforehand. Like, I think he beat Kalisto for it. I know, he beat the first time Neville. Second yeah, time never. Kalisto. And then once he vacated it, I'm not sure who was the next champ. I think I know I Tony Nese won it at 35. Yeah. And I know Buddy had it before that. I think oh, the... it was uh, WrestleMania 34. It was Cedric and Mustafa Ali. Yes, yes, yes. And then... Uh, so yeah. it was still on the main roster. And then... Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. Looking up the list. Yeah, I think it was uh, right then and there. It was like so it, was, to... it was vacated. Alexander, Buddy Murphy, Tony Nese, Drew Gulak. And then this is where it picked back up when they bought it to NXT with Leo Rush. And then we had Leo Rush, Garza, Devlin. Then that whole thing happened. Yeah. Uh Escobar and now Kashida. So yeah, I think I... right now it after when it came back down to NXT, it started picking up again. Um, it didn't do a full, uh, like change. Like it's not like everybody's raving about the cruiserweights now, but it's more than when they were on the main roster. Yeah, I'll be straight up. When it was the main roster, a lot of people would use that for their break. You know what I mean? Like this is a bathroom break, or they were on the pre-show, which they shouldn't be on the pre-show. Yeah, but I like that they're being um, highlighted at takeovers. Exactly. I like that rather than main roster pay-per-views because main roster pay-per-views, they're just another match. Yeah. At least in NXT. And also when they were on the main roster, I love seeing the Cruiserweights on main roster, but they really didn't let them tell a story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all the, the buildup for just stand and deliver alone was more than they did on the main roster with it. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was uh, like, they didn't really build to anything. They would do promos here and there, but it was like, I... You have beef, why? Yeah, you know what I mean, it was like, oh, uh, Tony Nice versus Buddy Murphy. Why? Oh, just cuz. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, he got a title shot because he's from New York. Oh, all right, yeah. cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, there really wasn't was, no yeah. reason. They just a lot of these matches, and it sucks because now I'm going through the list, and a lot will say the pay per view's name, and then on the bottom in parentheses, kickoff. So that kind of like kind of sucks, but I'm happy now that. They have their time to shine on NXT and yeah. also have 205 to build up uh, secondary storylines. I think the pandemic kind of, like you said, Jordan Devlin was the champ before the pandemic, and then that kind of ruined that steam a little bit. Yeah. And I'm glad Santos Escobar picked it up, and I think Kushida could do the same. Yeah. Um, It's all about, you know, the takeovers and stuff, um, and how they, and that, like you said, that match at last week's takeover was. Like better than anything they've done on the main roster, even the other takeover he competed at against Swerve Scott, also better than anything they've had. And I think that's like, um, like I said before, it's all about who you have as champ and who you can have present the face. Once somebody's yeah. ready to be champ, they can be a champ. But also, you gotta remember, 
um, you also got to have the people invested. Because they yeah. would not gave them that much time if people weren't invested in that storyline. And there's some people who like, you don't know who's in that cruiserweight class. So you yeah. literally yeah. have nowhere to show up on 205. Yeah. They could just show up randomly and challenge for the title and be like, yeah. yo, I'm so, under 205. It's like, oh, cool. You're a cruiserweight? Dope. Just find out then and there. Which, so like, like, I. It's, I not, it's, like... Not, it's not like, even though they have their own show after SmackDown, it's not really like their own you don't have to be signed to 205 five to compete for it yeah you could be somebody who like you know Tommaso Ciampa or Gargano um there's the can't think of anybody else at the moment on the top of my head it's under 205 but uh, I was under 205 the weight class but you could do that for sure with people who are under 205 it could be someone random um I think displaying that um I believe it was the 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 vacant cruiserweight tournament they did when the pandemic hit when Santos Escobar won it first. That was like a display of cruiserweights right there. Yeah. And one of the things awesome. they, and one of the things I've been talking about, I wanted to come back was the, I don't know how they're going to do it now, but the cruiserweight classic that they did. Oh yeah. To bring it back in 2016. Let me ask you this. I don't know if I, I can't think of anybody at the top of my head in the, in the sewers on a two or five live, but if there is a cruiserweight in the, in the Indies, who you would like to see debut in NXT and compete for that title? Who do you think? Who would you want that to add on to that cruiserweight division? Right now in the Indies, of course, my first answer, even though he's up there in age now, not very much, but up there in age, is amazing. Red like that was always the guy you want. You were like rooting for to see him finally get signed and it was just like so many obstacles that happened and that was like the whole rumor that he was supposed to win the classic um so i would love to see him you were the one that you were the one that told me i think it was a while back how he was supposed to be in it right yeah he was supposed to be in it but then also like i was reading something and it was like he was supposed to be the winner of the classic so it was like whole thing that who were who knows what the cruiserweight division would have looked like if the first champion was different yeah i always think about that because the first champion was perkins right yeah TV. who knows what the division would look like if somebody else would have won it like you, you know had I mean? you had people like ibushi and zach saber jr in the tournament. yeah but you already knew that they weren't signing with wwe yeah. so they couldn't let them win but like let's say Gargano wins the Cruiserweight Classic, right? What does NXT look like if Gargano wins the Cruiserweight Classic? He probably would be on Raw by now, and or SmackDown, or probably released. Who knows? Yeah, but like Whatever. that's what I'm saying. You never know. Like he could have been the guy to have that title work in the main roster. You know yeah, what I mean? True. Like he yeah, could, and it might still be up there. Cruiserweight might be how it used to be that Cruiserweights were opening up a pay-per-view and it was the most excited match on the card. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you never know. But um Red is always gonna be the guy I've always wanted to see in WWE. Yeah. And I think he could still go. Most of his moveset, that's the thing. That's why it hurts Amazing Red is that his whole moveset is just everybody else's moves now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everybody just uses them as a um, a transition move. Yeah. It's just like, 
it's just like um let me think there's so many moves like that super kick is just a transition move now the canadian destroyer as we saw a bad bunny hit it is just a transition move now yeah. yo he did his thing shout yeah, out to he him. Did his, yeah yeah but that would be my answer amazing right how about you I mean, there's a lot too that I can think of because I'm trying to think. Oh, of there's so from... many names, but that that's yeah. like the top top of my list just because um, I grew up watching him on TNA yeah. and discovered him through TNA. He, he he was just a small guy, and when I was younger, I was very short, so I was like, oh, if he can do it, I can do it. And it, it gave that mindset. Like, it sounds cheesy, but it gave yeah. that mindset. And then you know, your boy got fat, and I was like, ah, I can't do this. I'm not athletic. Like, I tried. Not athletic at all. But <laughs> he did his thing. I was like, yo, this." I always thought he would be in WWE sooner. Yeah. And, like, I, you always saw, like, on the dirt sheets and stuff, oh, talking to Red. I remember one time he had a tryout when No Way Out was in Jersey and somebody grabbed a picture of him, but nothing ever came from it. As just he's one of he's one of those that has those nagging injuries. Yeah. So it shows up. So everybody's always iffy on picking them up. But yeah. he will always be my answer. Because I'm I'm trying to think of people who are in New Japan and going for the Junior Heavyweight Championship. You know, oh. because that's technically the same exact title as the Cruiserweight yeah. Championship. But it's called differently. Um, I had a guy, I was thinking of somebody also up there in age. Rocky Romero. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think he would be someone to choose, but again, he's up there in age two. I don't know if he's like on and off with, you know, like I don't really follow New Japan that much to know yeah. where, like if he's on or off a lot. Um, is he still with Bullet Club? Was he ever in Bullet Club? No, he was with. I feel like chaos? he was in a group. I think he was with Chaos. Chaos. I believe uh-huh. he was with Chaos. Okay, because I, I I was thinking like if he's at the group, they're probably gonna have to do something with to kick him out or something. I don't know, but I feel like he should be one of them in my opinion. Um, I can't think of anybody else, but like I, one person on the main roster in WWE who I wanted, I think it would be cool to see, but I don't think at the moment it would be cool to see because I think he has time to needs time to develop. Uh, Dominic Mysterio. I think it would be cool to see him go down there to yeah. be in NXT and go for that title. But again, he needs a lot of time to develop. And I think, yeah, yeah that, that NXT would probably help him. But, you know, I don't think he'd be ready yet to be a champion. No, yeah, I think, but I think that's the, that's the place to send him to put that work in. Yeah. Like he's great. And he's great. Uh, um, the high flying moves and all yeah. that other stuff, and he's been going against like other bigger guys, and yeah, making them and, like yeah. So I kind of feel like, but also I feel like uh, WWE like Wants fucked him, him, like they fucked him up because they just threw him in the main roster, yeah, and like didn't really give him a chance. Like he was training and stuff, yeah, but like didn't really give him a chance to like experience experience, yeah. Like, of course, yeah, he's doing matches at practice and stuff, but, like, it's different than doing it in front of crowds. At least, like, guys on – sound like, oh, oh, he didn't go through the indies, but guys on the indies get to practice in front of small crowds, and as they work their way up, they get into bigger crowds and bigger crowds, depending on where you are. He was just thrown into WWE and was like, 
okay, you got to be comfortable in front of 30,000 people. Here you go. Like, yeah. it was just throwing him in. It's like taking a baby, going on the six feet side of the pool and said, I right, swim, swim, <laughs> swim to the three feet side where mom is going, just throw them in. Like, it's tough. I mean, you know the I mean? NXT has at least a crowd over there where it's like, exactly. it's not a lot, but it's a crowd. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it'll be cool because they're really they're putting him in the tag team division right now. I'm pretty sure they're going to win the tag title soon. I thought they were gonna do it. I'm so happy they did it. Yeah, and I think at this point, like I know that's probably what Rey Mysterio wants to do before he he's yeah. done. So I'm thinking they're gonna keep him up there for a while longer. And it's but a I cool. Think, it's a cool. Yeah, milestone. It's a cool thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind that, but I think once they lose that, it, whenever they win it, I think it'll be like, okay, now we can go to NXT, build you up there as a single star now. Yeah. Because suddenly it, it was a tag team um, t- kind of display for him there. Now you're a single star. Get your boost up there by yourself. Then when you're ready, we can call you back up. And I think doing that, because he has to do stuff by himself eventually. I feel like I haven't really hear, heard him talk a lot lately. No, yeah. It's yeah, been no, like no. him he, wrestling. He, and they had that big storyline, which <laughs> it just disappeared. Yeah. Which we were actually finding that. like out what his personality was. Yeah. And then they said, nah, not today. Yeah, not today. So I think it would be cool for him. Let them win the tag titles. He's great in the ring. I'm not yeah. uh shitting on his ability, but he just need like any wrestler, any athlete, you need practice. And you yeah. need to, especially now that he's going into single singles, like this is this is good. It would be good for him to go back to like not go back, but go down to NXT. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have any experience. I mean, besides getting trained and all that, he didn't yeah. really have an experience in terms of getting out there by himself. Yeah, exactly. But also, you got to think of, like, I always saw the pictures of the people he was training with. So oh, it's yeah. like he yeah. has great minds that he's learned from. Yeah. But he just he needs he needs to learn. I mean, you know had what a, I mean? He had Everybody a performance center. Might as well just go there and take advantage of it. Yeah. Like, right now, his enroll in ring work is great. Like, of yeah. course, every wrestler is going to find something that they need to improve on. Yeah. He probably already knows what he needs to improve on. It's, it's like, um, it's like me when I cut hair, like I could see stuff that maybe yeah. you won't see just because I, I know what to look for. So I'll be like, Oh, that's fucked up. But you might say, Oh, that's a nice cut. That's like us watching wrestling. Oh, that was, that was dope. And he might look at it like, Oh, I, I missed a step or, you know what I mean? They did something wrong that we don't notice, yeah. but they just want to perfect themselves. So I yeah. think t- for him to go back to NXT would be more on beneficial working on the crowd. Yeah, beneficial on working the crowd and working on his promo skills. Yeah. Because I think his in-ring is, is good. Of course, you always want to improve, but I think his, in- his in-ring is good. He just needs to work on cutting promos and stuff, I think. I think there's a lot of guys who should go should go there. I mean, there's a uh, I don't know if 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 Slapjack is under two or five, not sure. Um, but he looks like a cruiser. He looks like a small guy. So I'm assuming they should put him back there, give him time to develop whenever the gimmick is done. They need to they need to finish that that whole gimmick. They need to take the mask off. They gotta just yeah. I don't want to go off topic, but remember two episodes ago I called it. I didn't didn't I call it? Yeah. Didn't I call it with them joining her business? Yep, you did call it. I said it. I, I give that to you. I give. I that think to they you. are. I think they are. I mean, I I think it's. I mean, even though it's still T Bar and Mace, I, I still think I, I like the idea, but yeah. I hope they just. I hope 
they, they get they, rid of they the have gimmick. To. They have somehow. to. Like, MVP's like, yo. Yeah. Because if you remember, Mustafa Ali kind of said, and I think, I don't remember if it was on a Raw or social media, but he said in some type of promo where he came up with the names for them. Like, he gave them the names T-Bar, Maze, Slapjack, and them. No, he um, didn't. It was I, him. He's he said like oh, um, it was like oh you guys think that we're we're a joke, like kind of like how you think our names are a joke. I no mean, no, it's like if you think our names are a joke, that's how we've been treated by the company, kind of thing. Well, don't name yourself T Bar and Slapjack, and you exactly. won't be treated as a joke. Yeah, I mean, so I I, I think it's because of you know, like I said, Mustafa Ali kind of named them those names and giving them those looks. Yeah, take it off him, and they're not even with most of you anymore. These are with MVP now. Just tell them like, yo, just scrap the whole thing, go back to your normal selves. Let MVP name them like their pets and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it gives them something completely different. But like, um, and I don't know if you noticed this at WrestleMania, and when everyone was on the stage, um, Mia Yim wasn't reckoning. She was really? just Mia Yim. She wasn't I didn't wearing. Even peep that. She wasn't wearing her mask. She had her regular snapback bandana, blue hair. Oh, I didn't even peep that. I gotta go back and watch that to, to yeah. see. Yeah, it was she was herself. So I'm assuming I'm predicting this right now. This week's SmackDown, Mia Yim's debuting on SmackDown as me. I, I would love that. I would love yeah. that. I would since since we're on this topic already. Okay, yeah. What was since we're we're on Mania right now? Okay. Night one or night two? Night one. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, up. what didn't you like about night two? And I'm going to say the obvious one. Um, going to have to be the finish of the Fiend versus Orton match. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's the, But that you you should have known. They they just don't know what to do with the Fiend. They just always f- fucking shit up. Like, I don't get it. See, that, this is the thing. This for me. I don't think they fucked them up. I don't think. I, I, they just. I know the, people are thinking like, oh, it's a loss, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like. I don't think a loss affects Bray Wyatt. I think he can lose 10 times in a row more and it's still the fiend is the fiend. Like, I don't yeah. think that would affect him heavily. Like, you know, like Undertaker loses matches. John Cena loses matches. Yeah. Triple H loses matches. Like, everyone loses. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal that he lost. I think it's the way they the way did he it. lost. Yeah, yeah, the way he lost. Like, like It was confusing. So, I don't like, think a I, loss really matters that much in that, yeah, in that way. Like, I understand, like... um. They're they're furthering the storyline. Yeah, I'm thinking and that. So I I understand. I look at it that way. Like, of course, I was mad at the way it ended, but yeah. I want to see what happens with the storyline. I'm kind of intrigued now. Yeah. I'm like, and people were like, "Oh, this is not where you uh continue storylines. This is where you end them." Uh, the storyline did end. You heard that on Monday. Randy said Alexa and Bray they're they're in his past. Yeah, the storyline was starting with Alexa versus the Fiend. It's not with Randy no more, so it's yeah. basically a new feud. So it's not continuing shit. So all those people that are saying, "Oh, you WrestleMania is where you end feuds," yeah, they ended the feud. They just started a new one up. So like, I understand people were tight at the ending. I was tight at the ending. I was like, "What is this?" But then after a while, I was thinking about it. I was like, "I wonder what they're doing next with this." Yeah. Like, I want to see where they go with it. Yeah. It's kind of ending it, but not ending at the same time. Yeah. That makes sense. It was, it was ending it with the Randy Orton part. Yeah. 
that was their way of ending a feud. They yeah. ended the Randy Orton feud, but still continuing the Alexa and Fiend storyline. Yeah, which is like like you said, like I think it's gonna be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, and where they take that part of it. Like, is it gonna be someone else gonna be in, involved with this storyline now? Exactly. There's got to be somebody taking because they can't have Alexa Bliss versus Bray Wyatt. Yeah, so they're gonna have someone fight for Alexa Bliss. I don't know if they're still together. I don't know if they're like kind of going their own ways now. I don't know. Um, it's kind of cool in that part where they had, you know, now it's like Alexa Bliss is if 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 Alexa Bliss is not with Bray anymore, then now you have a different side of Alexa Bliss on her own now. Instead yes. of you know, it's like instead of bringing her back to her old self, it's a, the same Alexa we've seen with Bray, but by herself, and it brings out a new character. And I think this was the plan all along because I think they they looked at the Alexa character and saw that was getting kind of bland and they were like we gotta we gotta help her and do it's something. Like a, it's her. like a female Bray kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's it's cool to see that. Are they gonna bring someone up or someone around to help her out? I think there is. Um, what people are saying it's Alistair Black. It would be cool, yeah. but then you gotta trade him over to Raw or somehow. I don't know how they're gonna randomly Wait, he slide that in. Right now? He's on. He got dropped to the SmackDown. I believe that's what I remember last. So well, well, look at that. I I don't even remember. You don't. You even yeah. have to explain it to people. You could just apparently he's coming back soon. I don't know when, but I hope. Yeah, it is I soon. saw. I, I saw that, that um, they were talking about doing like promos and stuff. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. Cool. Um, I mean, if they're doing promos, then why would they announce promos if they're gonna have him randomly yeah. debut for? So I don't think it's him. Now that I saw that, but um, I don't know. Let's see where that one goes. I feel you. So I have one more question for you. What's up? Night one or night two main event? Ooh. I'm going to have to go with night two main event, man. Night two. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you straight up. Sasha's one of my favorite wrestlers. Like, not female. Not just. She's one of my favorite wrestlers. She's nice in the ring. Yeah. Um, It was a dope match. A really good match. Yeah. Thank goodness, because they made up for thirty-five. Because yeah. that that made no. Was... Did you hear Michael Cole at the end? Michael Cole almost kept it together, but he kind of messed it up a little bit at the end. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, he thought people would have noticed, but he said something. I don't know what he was looking at, but I think I don't know. I don't know. I I, I thought but it was. You know, I, but you know, know what? Sometimes you make mistakes. Like yeah. Also, you caught up in the moment. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. He probably just said it by mistake. Like, oh shoot, I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I have to say, night two, not only because I think in my, this is just my opinion. I think it was a better match. Yeah. And it had a better story behind it. Yeah. And it just told so so much. much. Like, like, I'm not trying to like down like bring anybody down from Bianca Belair or Sasha. Oh, but no. like, like I love both of them. Both of them are fantastic, great competitors. The future, right there. But one thing that I've noticed, like during that match, people were like, "Oh my God, Bianca's so good!" You know, she pick up Sasha Banks, blah blah blah. They made her seem like she's like a. I get it. She's she is, she is strong. I get it. She has she a not, physique. She's she not strong. real. Exactly. And like people were saying, like, "Oh my God, she could pick up Sasha." It's fucking Sasha. Like yeah. But also Bailey gotta, can pick up Bailey. But, but Bailey can pick up Sasha. But you gotta ease. think. You gotta think about like it's it. Not, though. You gotta think about it. It, it didn't. It didn't wow me. Like people were hyping it up to be. Like, like I said, Bailey could probably lift up Sasha like that yeah. easily. I think they were trying to hype it up more because it's women. Even though I feel yeah. like 
that's kind of like degrading them, like kind of saying like if, she if, if, pick her off. If she uh, would have picked up like Charlotte or Naya, I wouldn't have been impressed. Or Rhea Ripley, for the matter. Yeah. But like if she picks up Naya, shout out to her. Yeah, I think she did once. I believe I think she might have yeah. done like a Royal Rumble. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I was but like it. if it was Sasha, if it was anybody else, that would have been believable. But it was Sasha who no, kind of yeah. seems like not that heavy to pick up. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean if, No, I feel you. I I just Night two just had, I think, a better match overall and a better story to it. And yeah. it was just the way it ended was just, man. You could have, yeah, it was good. Up did to you like moment. it? Yeah. Did you like the ending? Did you like the pin? Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, one of the things that I kind of heard about, like, kind of like, I don't know if it's, it's like part of, going to be part of the storyline, but one of the things I saw about it, I don't know if you heard about it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, that they like, were going back and forth. No, no, it was like, I think I don't know if you're talking about the same thing, but yeah, they what? could have said like how, how it could be debatable how like Edge won the match. Yeah, yeah, because oh, um, yeah, yeah, I think it was he was pinning... Charles, yeah, Charles Robinson and Adam Pearce. Uh, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. Going back and forth on Twitter. Yeah, talking like, about it. He pinned like, Brian. Yeah, because he put Edge like... on Brian, and then he kind of just put his hands on him. Making Edge technically pinning Brian, and that could be part of the new storyline now. Like WrestleMania Backlash, that could be like the match. Don't even get me started on WrestleMania Backlash. And then we got WrestleMania Money in the Bank after that. Who who the (laughs) fuck? Who the fuck was sitting in an office and said, "Hey, we gotta come up with names for pay per views." We gotta be creative this year. Like, Let's I, not just call it backlash. We're gonna call it WrestleMania backlash, so people know what the backlash is from. That was the whole point of backlash. Backlash was always after Mania, I'm, and then I'm, they changed it to payback. It was always something on getting revenge. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I think that because I think their goal. I'm assuming that majority of these matches are gonna be WrestleMania rematches, and I get yeah. they're trying to like. Make and it be like, oh, instead of confusing, yeah. So instead of confusing, be like, oh, why, why are there rematches from WrestleMania? Might as well be WrestleMania. Kind of says in name now, so like, yeah, I kind guess, of, you kind of aware of it ahead of time that it's a WrestleMania rematch. When they so showed it, they said, "We'll be coming to you live next month." WrestleMania Backlash. I said, because when they put up the the logo first, I said, "Oh, they put they put the Mania logo like by mistake." Uh, no. Nope. No WrestleMania backlash. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just not trying to call it WrestleMania backlash. I'm just gonna say backlash. Backlash. It's yeah. backlash. backlash. Yeah. I was kind of hoping Money in the Bank would have been the next one. Uh, yeah. Last did many Money in the Bank the next pay per view. I don't know. But, oh yeah, because uh, Becky got knocked up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so they had to. Did you expect it to return to Mania? Yeah, we. Yeah. I texted you. I said, "This is it. This is like, this is yeah, the time." But, um, and it kept like um, having Bailey pop up. Yeah, and I was like, I was "Yo, wondering. it's gonna happen." Like, yep. But that's, that would have been made. That would have made sense because, like, if you would have had Becky come out and have like, especially with Bailey, that would have been better off because then you have your first feud with Bailey. Yeah, you don't throw her right into the title, even though they're gonna do it. Yeah. And say, oh, she never lost it. Da 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 da. Like, you know. But yeah. I feel like she might 
Becky might return and win Money in the Bank. Kind of like repeating last year to be like, oh, Ugh, you know, yeah. Money in the Bank. I had to give up the Money in the Bank. Sense. So now I got to win Money in the Bank to get it back, you know, kind of thing. So that's why I feel like they made it the next PPP at the backlash. So like no, it can give time for the champions to have a title reign instead of giving it up too soon. Um, I don't know. Maybe like I was hoping that at least whatever champion she goes after, because I have a feeling she could end up on either brand. Mainly yeah, well, because she left as the raw champion. Yeah, but also Seth is on SmackDown and they love putting couples on the same show. They love putting couples on the same show. I don't know why. I never understood that. Especially when they don't interact. Yeah. I mean, it's, I guess it's, I get it makes sense. The pandemic era, you don't want to get COVID from one episode, from one brand and bring it over home, back home, and then yeah. your spouse gets it from the other show. I get that part. So it makes sense for that part. But, like, so I'm assuming now that they're the parents, they have a newborn, they might want to be on the same show. You know, like, when one of them's out there, the other one's taking care of the baby type of thing. So it makes sense there. So I have a yeah. feeling she might return to SmackDown. Um, you know, I... I so that's why I'm thinking SmackDown might be the show for her. Uh, I know she was Raw Women's Champion when she left, but like, but it does make sense for her to show up on SmackDown. Yeah. So um, I but I, I, I'm, I'm, I would rather see her either win Money in the Bank and then cash it in at SummerSlam, or just go after the title at SummerSlam without the Money in the Bank. Because I think okay. whatever champion she goes after, it could be still be a main event type thing at SummerSlam, and or main event, a SummerSlam type match. Yeah. That would go after. Um, but again, I feel like they're going to end up putting Charlotte. Um, for the, like, I, uh, like, no you know the vibes. No. You know the vibes. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk about that too. Let's talk about that real quick. Like, uh, but the brawl after Mania, I'm like, okay, it's cool. I like Charlotte. I don't think she's a bad competitor. I think she's a great mid eventer, great superstar yeah. all around. I'm not trying to shit on her. But what annoys me about what they're making her do, like, I feel like it's every other pay-per-view she goes at the title, yeah. whether she wins it or not. That promo she cut on Monday, though. That's what I was going to bring up. Great promo. Great promo, but I don't know about you. I feel like that's literally every single promo she cuts. Like, talks about how no one can step up to the queen, how it's her fault or her reasoning for people yeah. becoming champion. It's basically revamping but, the same promo with different people in different matches. Yeah, but right now they're using it hot right now because of all that stuff that Andrade said in interviews, yeah. how people were mad at her opportunities. And that's where that line came that was like, I don't, I'm not giving opportunities. I am the opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was like going at that. So I was like, oh, this is kind of dope. But it is usually the same promos and saying the same things. Now it just made more sense because it's like that's what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what everyone's talking about with Charlotte right now. Yeah. I have another question for you. You saw okay. NXT last night? Tuesday night. Tuesday night, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Tuesday. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Tuesday night. Um, how did you feel about the champions all together in one? That was ring? awesome. That was awesome. That was a cool moment. Um I'm glad they brought it up and mentioned it rather than just like not mentioning it at yeah, all. I, I mean, like you. it's it's cool. They, sh- they even showed the picture in the background and that they were all. I, what what I saw on Twitter was that like that was that picture that the original picture that was taken of them three before like, a couple of years ago. That was at, that was at the May Young Classic that year. 
That was oh, before. Was? That was that was that was before they were all signed, officially signed. Oh, okay, okay. So that was that made it even more interesting, more interesting to see that that yeah. was before they were signed to NXT. Now they're two of them in the main roster, main roster champs, Raquel Gonzalez is NXT champ. And what? And she said even she even said in a promo. I didn't even know that that originally she was supposed to debut on the very first episode yeah. of NXT when it moved to USA Network, and then she wasn't ready. And I'm glad she brought that up. That was pretty cool. So I like I like oh, yeah, that episode. Sounds... It was a pretty good episode, especially the fact that they moved to Tuesday nights now. I thought oh, it was yeah. pretty cool. It helped them um, a lot. Yeah. Um, um yeah. I, that moment though, I thought it was cool. I just don't like how we have so many um characters right now. Like what some of the wrestlers that are so like tweeners, like you don't know if they heal a face. Yeah. Like yeah. uh Rhea, like the build up to Mania, she was the heel. Now, am I supposed to feel sympathy for Rhea because Charlotte yeah. is attacking her and stuff? Or like, I, you know I think what it's I mean? like because I'm or, thinking that at Backlash it might be a triple threat. So where like you have one heel in yeah. Charlotte, one baby face in Oscar, and someone in the middle. Yeah. So it's like you, you, know, you I, can do both. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like they had all of them in the ring together. It was kind of like, oh, face, tweener. Okay. Raquel, I don't know what you are, but cool. Yeah, I mean, I think she... you're, I think you're a face now because she just came out and like bodied you in a promo, but like, like trying to talk shit to you. So maybe you're a face now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just stuff like that that I was like, ah, but it was a cool moment. Always like yeah. those moments. Um, but I said that last week too because uh, I sat down with my brother to watch the press conference because they did the press conference on Peacock leading up to stand and deliver. Yeah, and I was watching it. Did you watch it? Or I watched didn't? it. Yeah, was it me or were all the faces acting like heels? I guess it wasn't like they were, in, were supposed to be in the moment, like oh, they're hyping it up, they're supposed to be like you know, ready. You know, at that point, it was like I think a day or two away. Yeah, so I think they were supposed to be like focused and ready, opposed to just oh, look at me, I'm you know, yeah. there's no audience there. What are they gonna no, do? Yeah. Say good things about the audience. So I guess they're just more focused and ready for their matches instead of just like, you know, they're supposed to be angry at their opponent more than just making, you know, being happy and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. For me, it was just like a lot of the faces were cutting heel promos and a lot of the heels were just like. The, the, being... the thing is too, like with Escobar and Devlin, who was the heel and who was the baby face? Like who was, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. That's what I was I saying did, before. Like Escobar I think Devlin face. was the baby face. I did. I, Dev- so. I I thought Devlin was the babyface in that buildup. Like this guy, you were the champion. This man won the interim championship, defended it, said yeah. he was the best cruiserweight champ. Shitting on you, you're the yeah. babyface in the picture. That's how I looked at it. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he kind of took over your job. He took over your division. So you're kind of the babyface coming in. Trying now, to he, like, get that's, control I think that's again. why he's going to be Kushida's next challenger like, to be to bring him back as being a heel. Yeah, and that's why I was, well, was going to say too, like with Raquel, Bianca, and Rhea. I feel like with the next feuds, and like I think they made them all like baby faces to have that moment. Yeah, and then next few, whatever each of them face next, they're going to go back to their original, you know, heel or baby face. Yeah, because even Raquel, like I know she was. She's iffy too. Like it's like, are you a baby? I think face she might be a baby face a now. I think she might be a baby now. Face. She's definitely a baby face. Yeah. But like when like the build up with her and uh Shirai, it was like uh, she I was a heel. Who... She was a heel then. I think. I think she was the heel there. 
Yeah, but it was like it would change. And then like when she when they did the the press conference, she was on the faces side and was like, wait, what? Like yeah. what's going on? And it was just stuff like that that I was like, this feels like a lot of faces being heels and like people not really knowing what their character is at the moment. Yeah. Even though it all worked out. But at the press conference, I was just I got confused. Yeah, me too. A little bit. I see. I see what you mean. But I think it was more of them just going at, at each other purposely to hype up the event and you know, yeah. to make it more like intense in a way. No, yeah, definitely. So I, I don't definitely. think it was meant to be like to switch off back and forth. I don't know. But I feel like that was the point of that. I mean, it was cool. It was interesting. It felt like a press conference. It felt oh, like I, I wish WWE brought that back more. Like I, they started doing it recently during the pandemic. I think they started doing that. I think it's, this wasn't the first one. Really? I, I haven't I'm not seen sure. It. This was the, well, I got it was the, the first one I saw. Yeah, it was the first one I saw. And I got the notification when it went live. I was like, oh, I got to check this out. That was the first one I've seen, though. But um, I know they used to do one every year for Mania. And then they just stopped. I think after 30, they just stopped. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know they did press conferences. Yeah, that. they would do like a press conference like the Thursday before Mania. And have like the champions talk. They did it for many years. I didn't know. I don't know. I was I never followed those at that point, so I didn't know. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. So I guess um, we could wrap it up right here. Um, yeah. Just ending off with a quick WrestleMania week recap. Um, again, if if you guys want to comment to interact, comment your favorite two comments actually. Comment your favorite cruiserweight of all time, either current or back then, and comment your favorite part about WrestleMania week, just to have comments in there. Again, this has been episode 31 of the Ring Fanatics podcast. I'm Nick, your host, Joel, my co-host, and we'll see you guys next time. Catch ya.